It was the year of fans. The year of newbies. The year we reviewed the show with love. It was the year of predictions. The year of great feedback. The year of puns. And the year of memes. It was a new season. It was a podcast of future history. It was the year absolutely nothing changed. The year is 2015. The show down below. Again, everyone, welcome to Down Below, a Babylon 5 intro cast. I'm Will. Hi, man. Hi, I'm Heidi. We're still babbling on. <laughs> 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 well, hopefully Beth will be joining us shortly, but once again, the second week in a row, we're joined by the Babylon Lurker again. Hello, hey. everyone. Hey, Anne. Hey, Anne. Thanks for jumping in this oh, episode. Thanks for having me. I like it. First post-war episode. Oh, yes. Post-Shadow War. Post-Shadow War. Yeah, are the days now numbered in, uh, let's see, PSW? <laughs> and It's Third Age, it's TA, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> third Age, yeah, that started. Yeah, so is the year still whatever the year is, or is it now year one? What is it, 2261, <laughs> I think? I think it's 2261, because yeah. we've still got to deal with Earth, so we might as well still use the Earth calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, do we have to deal with Earth. <laughs> well, we do, don't we? Let's <laughs> just ignore Earth and not do anything. So today we are here to discuss Episode 7 of Season 4, Epiphanies, but first... A word from the ISN Underground. I'm afraid we cannot bring you an ISN Underground report this week as we are experiencing technical difficulties. However, here is what the ISN propaganda arm broadcast this week. Evan Crendor there, reporting from Geneva on the great job the Psychor are doing. Remember, head to your local testing centre today and find out if you can join the Psychor family. In intergalactic news, concern is rising a year on from Babylon 5's illegal sedition from the Earth Alliance regarding the safety and freedoms of the humans trapped aboard the station. A spokesperson from the President's office has said that they are looking into all options, but for now the best thing to do is to impose sanctions in the hope that those still loyal to Earth will rise up and oust the current regime. Back home now, and a 94-year-old woman from Belgium saved the life of her grandson from a vicious alien animal, which broke through the quarantine set up just last month to stop such a thing from happening. Now that Earth is free from rabies and other such diseases that animals can transmit, we cannot allow alien vermin to contaminate our wildlife, 
said an individual from the Department of Health. In response, tighter measures are now in place and the threat level has been temporarily raised in relation to alien fauna and flora. If you or anyone you know are harbouring alien creatures, seek out your nearest Nightwatch representative. And that's all for me. Be seeing you. Hi, I'm Nukchas, the host of Nutty Bites. And hi, I'm Tech, Nutty's regular guest. Or antagonist. Our podcast is like a call-in show where geeks get to debate topics about speculative fiction. We don't really debate. Sure we do. We debate topics such as lame superpowers, the best villains, and our favorite apocalypses. We more like rant, rave, and then have massive nerd rages. People call in from all over the world, sometimes minor celebrities, and we've even had some supervillains show up. Do you ever notice that you never have any superheroes or good guys? I'm a good guy. Compared to what? Antagonist. Not really a guest. Nutty Bites. Nimwask.org. The description says Earth prepares to shut down Babylon 5. (laughs) Yeah. Sort of. uh, What? Seven word description? They just reused that description (laughs) from a season ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Epiphanies originally aired February 10, 1997. It was directed by John C. Flynn, who last directed Grey oh, Seventeen is Missing. Sorry, John? Uh, I've got to go oh. for a second. Okay. And John C. Flynn is also a director of photography for most of yeah. most of the series. And Grey Seventeen was our favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It was written by JMS. Mm-hmm. Check something. Okay. Alright, so let's get started on the recap. I'm using Lurker's Guide Summary. Yeah, well, it, so. it, it starts with Sheridan uh, with, with his voice over that the Shadow War is over. Yeah. And uh, we see some celebrations and. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> Were there some fireworks, maybe? <laughs> yeah, space fireworks. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I think that's yeah, uh, we- artistic license. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say space fireworks, but it reminded me of um, last week's, or was it this week's Doctor Who episode, where he's saying they don't put space in front of things just because it's, you know, technologically advanced. It's not like, you know, a space restaurant. or <laughs> No, well, the space fireworks is, was a bit ironically meant. Because it, yeah, but it, it really it, is. It looks space it, fireworks. <laughs> because it looked like normal atmospheric fireworks. Right, which yeah. wouldn't work. So I, so I say uh, artistic space. license. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Sheridan and Delane are looking at the celebrations. Aww. Aww. Oh, and the Zocalo. <laughs> they're, they're having a good party. <laughs> I want to go to that party. Oh, it's quite a good party. So, but apparently, President Clark... It's Man, haven't heard, haven't heard that name in a while. Wow. Oh, no, we've been too busy with the shadows and the warlords. Busy fighting legends. Yes. Um, now we're back to Earthlings. <laughs> Sorry, I had a uh, phone call. Um, how far in are you? Uh, just with the... the we're about to get to the Psycop, um talking the best. Uh, so you've gone through the celebration. Did yeah. you uh, all notice the monk that was there dancing in the um, celebration as well? Uh, no. No. Yeah, there's several shots of this monk dancing with the woman, just having a good time with the rest of everyone else. Oh, it's one of those small things that... 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would so it, it's one of those things. It gives life to the uh, to the thing that it's not. It's because everybody is celebrating. Yeah. Doctor Franklin was certainly having a good time. Oh, he, oh, he was. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do that. I'm kidding. Yeah, so he didn't do anything. But no, no, he didn't do anything wrong this time. It, you know, it was a celebration, and this woman wanted to dance with him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the psychop tells Bester about some kind of plan. Mm. Who was this guy? I don't know. Mm. He has a familiar look to him. I know. He just seems this sleazy guy. Oh, it's that guy. Mm, no, mm, never mind. Still, um, one of the things he says, even before Bester confirms it later. Um, What's it? President Clark knows Babylon 5 uh, kind of got rid of the shadows. So, oh shit, Babylon Five's actually dangerous. Yeah, if you can get rid of the shadows, it's dangerous. <laughs> uh, I would say. This the, is the, the, same. The, way he, the way he says it is, President Clark is rattled. I think. Yeah. Yeah. If it's I the would, same, I would be rattled if somebody had promised me something and they just went away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. I was say if it's the same guy he was in Errand of Mercy, a uh, classic Star Trek episode. Mm. Same guy who I think it is. I see. I think that was one of the last episodes I watched in my uh, Star Trek watch before I got distracted. I'm in the middle of watching Star Trek for the first time, but it's probably been about six months since I watched an episode. It's a very different kind of show than... But but it's actually (laughs) worth it. Yeah. It's very slow, but it's good. It's 60s. Yeah. Um, So, on Centauri Prime, Londo is getting ready for his... uh, He's getting ready to return to B5 since... um, the home world isn't really safe for him, but we get Minister Verini back. Oh, Verini. It's, it's a priceless scene. It's delightful self. Yeah, he's awesome. They need a new region until they can find a new emperor, and I've got Lando has someone in mind. It happens to be Verini himself. And his face. When his reaction to all this is just priceless. It really is. It's just oh, if you could do a, if you could do a series around him, it'd be a sitcom. It really would. I think it would. Yes. Yeah. Because him and beard, he has so many, so many wonderful facial expressions. In, see, in a few in a few seconds. Uh, I'm. I'm I'm thinking of a cross between Blackadder and Yes Minister. Mm, yeah, probably. It'd be something like that, wouldn't it? <laughs> so yeah, so back in um, Med Lab, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a while since we've been in Med Lab, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about to call it Sick Bay. Um, Lund, um, no, Franklin is examining Jakar. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine Lundo examining Jakar? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so Franklin says he could probably fix uh, Jakar up. 
Maybe Jakar is having phantom pains. Well, no wonder. Yeah. So um, he's got a uh, striking new um, eye patch as well. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Franklin wants to know why Jakar didn't stay on Narn to lead his people, and Jakar says it's because power corrupts. Yeah. Essentially. So essentially. Good for him. I go. I hope somebody has the, the quote. Otherwise, I have. <laughs> There's also a tease in this scene of maybe getting a synthetic eye. Uh, yeah. If he does, it won't be, well, it won't be till after events that we've seen. Um, so Garibaldi is shaving himself and he gets a encrypted message. And when he looks at it, it's just some pattern of light on the screen. And, and where have we seen that kind of pattern of light before? We can't say any more than that without... Going into spoiler territory too much, but well, no. we've definitely seen it before. Yeah. Sigarabaldi so deletes the message when he finishes it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah. He also wipes away the um, face he drew in the smoke. Reminds me of that episode of the Next Generation where Captain Picard drew a face in the in the smoke that it when time had frozen and. <laughs> uh, oh. Sorry. Everything reminds me of a Star Trek The Next Generation episode. Because <laughs> they did like 50 million of them. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> about 180. Yeah. Yeah, 170 something. Still. That's okay. Because everything reminds me of Buffy. So. <laughs> well, everything reminds us of something we know very well. It did. I have a lot of things that remind me of B5. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that one episode where you drew a smiley face and you can stop laughing about it. <laughs> I don't know. If I ever meet Patrick Stewart, yeah, I'll uh, never ask him a question like that. You'll never ask him that. No. <laughs> never ask that question. <laughs> I met Avery Brooks and I was terrified. Because <laughs> I've heard how. Oh well crazy he is and he was kind of <laughs> and I was up there terrified walking up to him and he was like oh, smile like why you should that, smile that, 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 <laughs> that reminds me you have now also met Walter Koenig haven't you yes yeah he's he, he's good at conventions yeah he's good at you know the panels but I guess when I met him it was kind of the end of the weekend and maybe yeah, he, he was, was tired I, I knew, I, barely when I got when I got to him uh, for the autograph he was tired it was clear yeah he looked like it but the panels I... he does is just really uh, you know after those panels that he loves his role on B5 I didn't dare go anywhere near him because I was afraid of the whole uh, Nicholas Brendan with Illyrio situation <laughs> Oh, yes. That's so infamous now that, yeah, if you're a newbie on something, don't go near the stars. Yeah. No. No. He, I don't know that story of the spoil the eye thing or something. Yeah. After yeah. Illyrio okay. told him that he had, that he was new to Buffy and uh, not to spoil anything, and then he, yeah, said something. He, 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 he spoiled he it silly. He oh, spoiled it silly, didn't completely. he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so Garibaldi goes to meet Sheridan, Franklin, and Ivanova in the captain's office. And after they were talking about, I don't remember what they were talking about, but he announces that he's going to resign. 
Mm. Yes, and he has a good speech. Yeah, they try it's to come out of it. But. Yeah, and it's all reasoned out. He's got completely legitimate reasons for doing it. Yeah, yeah it doesn't seem quite right. It seems odd for him. It seems very certain, like something certain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, yeah, he was saying, you know, we were fighting the shadows for the right to choose our own destiny, uh, so... Uh, that's a good quote in that yeah, one. my doing. You're just waiting for uh, Bester to show it to uh, talk about all the things in this episode, I'm sure, Heidi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so Zach, being awfully oh. quiet. So Zack is training some <laughs> Narns and humans <laughs> and customs and... <laughs> the scene is... Priceless. Zach is amazing. Yeah. I, I, you get to love Zach in that one, don't you? Yeah, what a day Zach's having. First this, <laughs> then Garibaldi, and then having to sit in a meeting with, you know, Sheridan and everyone else, and Bester. And Bester. Oh, well, at so, least at the end of the it. day, he gets to have a um, pizza... With a uh, liter. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He's telling everybody to. F- no, okay. The thing is, Zach is a good guy. There's nothing evil in him, but he, he uh, just, he's just awkward. So, pizza is the food that has stood the test of time. Somehow, nice. yes. Just like Zima and Zima <laughs> yeah. and pizza. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, he's telling everybody to flag anything unusual, and that's when Londo comes aboard <laughs> over his dead body, I guess. Um, I didn't take this quote down, but I hope someone has even in feedback because, yeah, but this is so this great. Ex- this exchange is great, I know. And then, um, oh, did Bester arrive at yeah, this time? Yeah, it's okay. Londo, followed by Bester, and then, and then when Zack uh, leaves, that's when the Elvises show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some kind of convention on B5 or something, or are they just passing through? I don't know, but... I don't know. Maybe there is a convention. I can see an Elvis convention on B5. Yeah, yeah why not? Second coming. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Elvis. Age. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. <laughs> I love that uh, that way the scene plays out. I would think that Babylon Five would become a sudden destination for all kinds of things, just because they stopped the war. You know, we gotta gotta go and visit. Yeah. But where are they coming from? Since uh, isn't traffic to Earth being? Ah, uh, but well, if you notice, traffic to B five being. Um, I mean, maybe the uh, cutaway was only one ship coming into B5, but it looked like this Centauri transport. Um, I don't know why uh, Bester would be getting off one, but if all Earth traffic has been blocked, maybe only alien ships can dock at Babylon, you know, can get through to Babylon 5, so you, you've got to find alternate ways onto the station. Or uh, like going on they were, ships. Or maybe. They were performing for Cartagia and now <laughs> <laughs> they're going their way back home. Or yeah. maybe, maybe uh, the um, 
the blockade is not yet effective. Yeah. So, yeah. So Garibaldi goes to his quarters and he finds... Or he opens his door in his quarters and he finds Jakar standing there. And yeah. He's out of... Uh, Jakar is walking toward him and he's backing up looking kind of afraid. Yeah, he's scared. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Garibaldi's feeling like Garibaldi here. He really does. Yeah. Saying, yeah, you're the only one that came looking for me. And, you know, if you had stayed here, you could have avoided all that. But Jakar's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not mad. It's, he, I was in a perfect position to free my people because of that. Yeah. So then after that, Sheridan's telling Zach that Garibaldi's acting strange and. They see an ISN report about how travel between Earth and B5 is blockaded. Yeah. And Zach goes to see Lita and she's been shopping. <laughs> she has. I was thinking more she's been getting a lot of stuff out of storage. Uh, no, I yeah. think she actually got rid of all of her stuff because she made a comment like she was shopping. Hmm. Yeah. But, um... They're asking her to come defend against Bester, and she's mad because I know the feeling, Lita, when people only call you when they want something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> only when they want I, I, something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, and it, it, it's right. It's, she's right. The only time we ever see Lita is when, uh, somebody, you know, when somebody wants something. Yeah. yeah. And season three, it was usually on the show and they needed her for something. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be good for her at all. Uh, Zach is saying, you know, it might be because, you know, you were with the Vorlons and they aren't the most popular people around here. And she's just glad that somebody's telling her the truth. Yeah, well, she probably needed to hear, hear it, as you said. Zach's, you know, says, you know, I'll come back later to help you get set up if you want, and I'll bring some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the way Lita reacts to that, it's uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This creep is gonna, <laughs> this weirdo is gonna come back. So Lando is happy to be back in the Zocalo, it seems, but. He runs into Jakar. First, he um, is going to walk away, but he decides against that, which I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. The the little interplay between those two is is definitely one of the highlights. Do you remember the um, scene in season one? That's kind of similar to this as well. Yes. uh, When when the the Emperor has been there. No, that's season two. No, before that, in season one. Uh, you know, midnight uh, on the firing line. I think. Oh, already, yeah. Yeah, the, there's a different tone in their interaction already. You know, there it was all about be bombastic, shouting at each other, and this mm-hmm. this is a quiet confrontation. Yes, I have I have the quote for for what you can't say, if no one else has it. Uh, so Lando says, "You always say you no longer exist in my universe." And, oh, that's Jakar. Yeah, that's Jakar. And, um, yeah. So what is he gonna do? He's saying like, "You should hope we don't meet again." Like, yeah. don't confront. Yeah, again. don't confront yeah. each other again. Kind of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
But how can... You're never going to see each other again. How how can they avoid seeing each other on the same station? (laughs) Maybe Jakar's just going to ignore him. I think so. If he can, at least. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) So, after that... Oh... Yes, after that, here's this meeting where Bester doesn't like seeing Lita there, and it's like, oh, it doesn't matter, you're just a P5, you can't... Even even in this scene, the way Bester's sitting, he's leaning back in his chair, he's just confident in, you know, this, he he thinks he's controlling the situation. But he realises he doesn't. Yeah, he says that Clark has a specific plan and he'll give them the details, but in exchange, he wants to go to Zaha Doom to look for anything the shadows left behind that might be able to help heal his lover. Yep. And, yeah, uh, apparently Dr. Franklin hasn't been able to fight. Of course he's not. Well, he's been too busy. <laughs> he's incompetent. I'm kidding. He's no, been too busy. Yeah, he's been too, too busy. <laughs> he's he's actually gone his walkabout in between and everything else. Who <laughs> has time to work on patients when you're on a walkabout? I do. What do you make of uh, Bester's little scheme in this episode? <laughs> he's he's just Bester. <laughs> <laughs> um, always, always wanting something. Yeah. From them and different from authority. <laughs> he just <laughs> wants to be the authority, I think, is the issue. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Bester's trying to block everybody, but Lita blocks him. And oh, you mean read smiles everybody? Smiles at him. He tries to read everybody, doesn't he? Yeah, he tries to scan everybody. Um, and she tries to scan Lita and she blocks him. Poof! And chops <laughs> his head back and. <laughs> She did spring a surprise there, didn't she? Yeah. Interesting effect, the way that it looked when he was trying to scan everybody. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> um, so apparently the plan is that they there are some star, star furies <laughs> trying to block the last jump gate to B5, where they're going to send... Clark is going to send some Black Omegas out to destroy those Star Furies and blame it on B5. Yeah. Killing his own people. He's going to try to blame it on B5. Oh, well, yeah. And as we find out at the end, Best is the one who gave the order. Yeah. But they're coming from someone else, though. Yes, but still, he's the one who arranged it. it. Yeah. You're completely taking advantage of the situation. Absolutely. So Sheridan's White Star is leaving for Zaha Doom and Ivana was taking Alpha Squadron to defend the blockaders. Yeah. So, and after this, Zach goes to Garibaldi to get the security codes and <laughs> tells him that he's making a mistake. But Oh, there's a, a nice long quote in that one. Yeah, Garibaldi gives him an answer yeah. of second chances. Yeah. Apparently Zach was being good. It seems like all the security people were <laughs> on their second chance at least. Hmm. So certainly both Zach and Garibaldi. Yeah. Yeah. And we no, they... still have no idea what happened to Lou Welch. Nope. 
It makes a reference to getting shot in the back. Yeah. This episode. In case you forgot. In case we forgot. <laughs> so Delin and Sheridan get a little quiet moment talking about how they never get a break and she thinks that he likes it that way. Yeah. It's a nice long quote in that one. Ivanova jumps out of hyperspace just in time to save the blockaders from the Black Omegas. And you know, Troller's like, we thought you were the bad guys. And she's like, nope. Nope. You heard wrong. <gasps> oh, I need to start shutting everything down so I don't have this loud stuff beeping in my ears while we're recording. <laughs> it's a little startling. Yeah. Um, so Lita is concentrating on something when Bester starts talking to her on the bridge. Wants to know how she can block him. You're obligated to share what you have with the core. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, I got something. I know something about you. You don't want the others to know, basically. Mm-hmm. Is he, and that's usual Bester stuff. He thinks he's in control. Hmm. Is he? <laughs> and also, what's this thing that he knows about Lita? Yeah. Could be anything. So her hair really isn't red. <laughs> it's brown. <laughs> she just makes everyone think it's red. Oh, um. oh I see. <laughs> um, so they get to Zaha Doom and they find that there is an evacuation underway. Apparently allies of the shadows are leaving through the jump gates. And... Yep. Sheridan immediately orders an about face because he realizes something's wrong and he's right because the planet explodes a little bit later and now no one can steal stuff from Zaha Doom. Besser's mad but Lita kind of grins. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of how after the war the ring ended Sauron's allies were still around. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, they had... <laughs> They, they had some years of uh, tidying up after Sauron. More, <laughs> more Lord of the Rings references. Yeah, sort of. Hmm. <laughs> well, in a sense, it's it's a general story thing that the aftermath. Not everybody comes comes up with the aftermath of the story, but Tolkien did it, and Straczynski does it. Makes sense. The things just don't end. And yes. Right away. <laughs> oh yes. So. Bester goes and has a private moment with his lover who is frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I see this scene, I keep on thinking, well, what about the cameras? What about the surveillance cams in this place? Yeah. Is there any um, audio on that? I don't know, but still. Still, yeah. He doesn't care. No. You think Dr. Franklin would have surveillance? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making him out to be a pervert. Which he <laughs> mm. has cameras everywhere. True. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he's saying that they're probably laughing at him because he failed, but he'd do it again. He was the one who. If, yes, if, if this was season one, I, I, after that, they cut away and they would be laughing, but about a completely <laughs> different thing. I was expecting, yeah, to see them laughing, but um, yeah, but he says he's got an ace up his sleeve. Yeah, whatever that is. 
Sorry, some tea. Um, Toledo is visited by the captain. He's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this isn't exactly a great. Inter- well, it's a good interaction, just not great for the people involved. Yeah, since so, you know, hyperspace amplifying a telepath's power, you may have been able to trigger that without. Bester knowing, she was like, you know, hypothetically, maybe yeah. he might have pissed me off, and I just wanted to, <laughs> yeah. hypothetic, theoretically, allegedly. Yeah, all this theoretically. The thing is, and, though, if this was Susan who had done something like this, he wouldn't have come down on her anywhere near as hard. Yeah, but poor Lita, feel bad for Lita. Yeah, I really do. But yeah, at least you don't have shadow technology falling into the wrong people's hands now, mm. or at least or, anybody else. Or do we? Yeah, nobody else will be able to go there. Mm-hmm. That's true. So he said, you know, I might agree with you, but you can't make a command level decision without consulting me. Next time you do that, I'm gonna hand you over to the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, harsh. Yeah. Now she's upset after he leaves, and that's when Zach arrives with his pizza. With his pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yay, pizza. Mm. And don't ask about the pepperoni. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where do they get pepperoni? From? Gee, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. That's why he, was saying, yeah, that's why he yeah. says, don't ask about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, well, well at least. And just we have just to... look at how different, you know, Zach's treating Lita to Sheridan here. It's just... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's highlighting exactly what Lita was saying earlier, that people only go, come to her with, you know, their problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I like when I send a message, I can tell when... You get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My phone is now on silent. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's our feedback. Um, so, Ivanova. Yes. Yeah, Ivanova says that they know about this um, attempted ambush, just getting back to Earth Force. Oh, yeah. It's starting to make people think more favorably about Babylon 5 or. Mm-hmm. Well, might wait, be. Is that right? Well, um, that, that depends on what they hear from ISN. Yeah, and given yeah. what they, ISN was saying about Babylon 5 earlier, that they're blockading Babylon 5 because of uh, potential terrorist threats, it's yeah. just... Oh, it can, be, it can be so twisted, so much twisted that uh, nobody will recognize the truth. Hmm... Mm. And Sheridan's wondering about where the shadow allies might have gone. Hello? Hello! Hi! Hi. Sorry about that, guys. I don't know where where are you guys at. Well, we're getting towards the end. Yeah. Sorry. Well, we can always summarize what you, you know, the bits of the episode you liked. Yes. Oh, at the end? Yeah, sure. Because I'll have my summary with the rating. Sure, yeah. See, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, Ivanova tells them it's nothing to worry about. Oh well, 
Maybe not. Famous last words. Um, Famous. <laughs> and we get the final scene, don't we? Yeah, on Centauri Prime, uh, Regent Verini is having nightmares, but he gets out of bed, goes to the mirror, and he sees that he has a keeper on his this neck. This scene mm. is just a real horror scene. That's so, well, yeah, yeah. He wakes up from a dream, which must be at least partly a memory, you know, oh, it's just a nightmare, just a nightmare. Yeah. Pull, in, pull your shirt back to reveal a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, it's, it's, it's a true horror story. So he was surprised that that was there. He was surprised. Or, he, he was surprised so. and he was terrified. Just, so how did just, he get there without him knowing? Just look at his eyes. Well, actually, I uh, the way I, I've always read it is he's waking up from a nightmare of yeah. the memory of when the keeper was put on him. Yes. The keeper was put on him. He went to bed, woke up from having a nightmare. Hoped his last memory before he went to bed was just nightmare. Went to uh, see that he's got a keeper, and it, you know, yes, it wasn't a nightmare. He's really or, got this thing on his shoulder. Or maybe it's happened during the night. Oh, that, yeah. And that, that's why the memory is, fa- is vague. Mm. <laughs> so already the results of, you know, some of the stuff we saw in. The future from war without end is already starting to happen. The aftermath of the Shadow War is what we're dealing with. Yep. It's it's very interesting that we go to Centauri Prime right after um, Sheridan speculates on where these allies of the Shadows are now. Yes, it is. Hmm. Zach coming in to his staff, he wanted to get away before the next person came through, since with this luck it'd be the second coming. The next three people through the door were three kings, Elvis impersonators. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, earlier in the episode, that was really good. It should have oh. been Bieber impersonators, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, when uh, at the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bieber has a new album out now. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's Actually, yeah, I'm almost certain, it, you know, if it's remade, then we'd, we'd go for jokes like that, of, you know, take a modern age um, star and kind of give them the Elvis treatment. And I'm watching X-Files now, and Mulder makes so many pop culture references. I'm like, I wonder if, you know, if they made that show now. Well, they are making the yeah. show now. I wonder what kind of references you're going to throw in there. Oh, you'll probably you'll probably throw Donald Trump into the conspiracy somewhere. <laughs> Make a Dancing with the Stars joke or something like that. Oh yeah, why not? Or oh, no. uh, Facebook and Twitter. Oh, he's going to oh. talk about Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the reasons I wanted to get the war out of the way is that people were focusing on the show as being about the war. It ain't. <laughs> about chance that happened before, during, and after the war. Yes. I mm. mean, it was a long stretch of time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
about the dance music, Chris Franke wrote the music for us in big band style. Is that on the soundtrack? I wanna... <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure now. But it looked mu- it sounded much like what we heard before, if I remember correctly. Uh, because Fr- Chris Franke did it part- as part of the soundtrack, he-, he got the nice twist at the end where the tone changed and you transitioned to Earth. Oh, you know, yeah. it- so it, you know the music was upbeat and light, and then it just got twisted into something sinister. Yeah, yeah, it reminds me of something. Uh, I'll, it'll come to me. Uh, we see. did. Uh, I I know um, it's right back at the beginning, but we did get a glimpse of Earth and the cycle building on Earth. Yeah, with the statue with the mother and father. Yep. Yeah. Well, remember the Corey's mother, the Corey's father. Exactly. Though it was like genderly neutral. It could have been two fathers or two mothers. It could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the whole idea is that you know, Psychor is a family. You don't yeah. go. You don't stray from your family. About the regent, he says, well, if you want to do something really nasty, you want to do it to somebody everybody kind of likes, so you feel for the situation. Oh, yeah. And we did. doing that sort of thing, dropping anvils on characters to see what pattern splat they make. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Rita doesn't officially work for Sheridan, but she has nowhere to go. She relies on him for survival and protection against the core, so... She's answerable to him. Yeah, I mean, now the shadows, I mean, Vulans are gone. What does Lee to do? Yes, good question. Was there some kind of Disney Planet reference? Yeah, yes, yeah. There, yes, there was. <laughs> which would be amazing. Which would, which was, yeah, well, it's exactly something Disney would do, though. <laughs> That's what JMS says. Give them time, they'll try to buy a planet. <laughs> it's inevitable. Oh, yeah. Well, considering they own um, Marvel and Star Wars. And, 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 and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and ABC and ESPN. Uh, well, and yeah, with, so with a Disney planet, they could have a country do, devoted to each of their franchises. Oh, they could. You, you, yeah, you... You'd have a uh, Star Wars continent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. You know, the, the, they terraform it so they they you'd have an area that's Tatooine. You you'd have an area that that's um Coruscant. you know the forests of Endor. We get a real Mos Eisley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. I don't really want to visit Tatooine. It's just kind of. Barren. Yeah. Yeah, or Hoth. Don't or anything. Want, no, Hoth either. No. We? Something brilliant they did, maybe inadvertently, maybe intentionally in um, Star Wars Online, uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, is the worst planets to do in that game are Tatooine and Hoth. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. one end of the scale to the other, really hot or really cold. But yeah. no, but it's, it's because also it, it, the landscape's so monotonous and dull, and you just want to leave the planet because... <laughs> You're bored. There's it's nothing just, you can do. Yes, there's nothing you can do. No exciting 
things in the landscape no exciting the missions end up being coming quite dull towards the end as well so you're just let's get off this planet as quickly as possible yeah Endor would be fun Coruscant Alderaan yeah (laughs) Uh, Alderaan would be fun for a moment it'd probably be the most interesting and then all of a sudden you die Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no um, in a B five universe, if you want to go to Eldron, just finish, uh, visit. Uh, what's it? Um, Centauri Prime. It's kind of got that similar sort of architecture and culture. Oh no, sorry, I'm thinking. Sorry, I'm thinking. Um, what's its name? Padme's planet. Yeah, I can't remember. Coruscant. No, yeah. And, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. thinking more Naboo. Naboo. Oh, Naboo. oh yeah, she's from yeah. Naboo. <laughs> Um, I found this time hop earlier in the week from like years ago where I said Mississippi, Alderaan is the Mississippi of the galaxy. And I'm not sure what I meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, let's see. Speaking of, yeah, oh, never mind. Another explanation of the three Kings thing. Uh, da, 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 da. So, any quotes? Lots. Jan's been talking about his the entire episode, so I think you should take one first. <laughs> I'll take yeah. one. Yeah. Because there are so many. Uh, <sighs> Minister R- Virini. There's two, there's two just after each, one after each, after the other. The royal bloodline isn't what it used to be. Too much intermarrying, I suppose. I always say, when you reduce the family tree to a family bush, you just can't hide as much beneath it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the other one, then. Yes, please do. I'm thinking pastels. Yes. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, it was so... It's just the way he does it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I'm like, gonna... you know he's been wanting it for a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He's been dreaming like, about this it. day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to take two cars. I have seen what power does, and I have seen what power costs. The one is never equal to the other. It's excellent. Oh, it, was yes. my, it was on my list. I have a Jakar one as well. Um, my world is now free. You no longer exist in my universe. Pray that we never notice each other, one another again. Mm. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Well, any? Oh, oh. <laughs> Ton, tons. Um, I mean, uh, now go ahead. No, uh, uh, Will, it's you. If you don't have any. No, I don't have any. <laughs> oh, no, no. I have really? one more. Yeah, please. Um, Bester, whatever's happened to you, you have a moral obligation to share it with the core, Lita. The core is mother. The core is father. <laughs> Lita, in that case, Mr. Bester, I'm an orphan. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. That's the right one. It is great. Uh, Bester, is that it? It looks like hell. And Sheridan, just about right, Mr. Bester. That ISN, or whatever it was, News Anchor, is a local reporter here in L.A. Oh, really? Totally oh. Yeah, Lauren Sanchez. Oh, yeah. <coughs> you, you, you've got to worry now about what, what she's reporting <laughs> what she's on. She's going to report, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, of course, the uh, interchange uh, with Sheridan and Besta in the office. 
I object to Miss Alexander being here. She's a blip. By all rights, I should arrest her and take her back with me. Sheridan. Oh, you could do that. And I could nail your head to the table and set fire on it and feed, it, feed the remains to the Pakmara. It's an imperfect world. We never get exactly what we want. Get used to it. <laughs> I, I think that yeah. this has to be an intentional thing with... Um, JMS writing about um, people getting the Pac-Mara wrong because they're carrion eaters. Yes, I know. Yeah, all, <laughs> all the characters always make jokes about cooking stuff and feeding it to the Pac-Mara. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it has to be intentional. It probably. She's been in a lot of stuff. She plays a lot of news reporters. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an, it's not it's too much of a stretch, is it? <laughs> yeah, an easy job, really, I suppose. Fantastic Four, We Bought a Zoo, Tattoo, Day After Tomorrow, Fight Club. Just, yeah. Back to the quotes. Doesn't anyone have the Sheridan and Dylan, uh, where they talk about, uh, his being, uh, addicted to action? Uh, I suppose not, no. Of course not. Sometimes I try to picture you sitting on the beach with absolutely nothing to do. And the picture always ends with your head imploding. You, know, you don't know me this long to know me so well. Mm. And the final thing is, you are old souls. Deal with it. Was the land wearing her engagement ring? Uh, I was trying to look, but I couldn't quite. I don't know. He's like, I'll mm. just put this for safekeeping. Maybe Lanier was wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> Some Minbari custom. Yeah. Anyway. Apparently, Franklin was dancing with his real-life wife again. I see. Oh. <laughs> or they were just engaged at the time. But Yeah, later. Elizabeth, I um, don't know if you noticed in that scene as well, um, you had a monk dancing with someone. I mentioned it before, but yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't notice. I was, I, was, I was too busy going, why are they dancing like they're in the 40s? I don't... <laughs> I understand. Because there's a cliche in sci-fi television that if you're in the future, they regress to an earlier form of um, music. Yeah, it always is out of interesting. Like on Star Trek, how you know most people don't seem to watch TV anymore. They like on the Next Generation, they're doing plays all the time. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, and even when um, on Voyager, even when Tom Paris had his TV, he was just watching black and white programs. <laughs> yeah. It's just... It's... It's, uh, it, it, it's they, amusing. The only time sci-fi has ever actually done something with modern pop music is that I can think of, or modern pop culture I can think of is on Doctor Who on the, on the second episode where they brought out a jukebox and played classical music and it ended up being Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, that was um, yeah. Ninth Doctor, right? Yeah, Ninth Doctor, yeah. the end of the world and, you oh, know, yeah. calling the jukebox an iPod. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they got it sometimes wrong, but, you know, and they... You know, it was classical music to them, but it made sense. Whereas everywhere else, it's they're always going to stuff from our past rather than either stuff that's from our present or trying to 
come up with a believable future version of things because either anytime I've seen them try and come up with some future pop music, it's this horrible synthy stuff. Yes. Or, yeah. I know. Someone needs to do that well. Someone needs to actually put some effort into that. Well, they did a good, it wasn't pop music, but they did that, that one cool thing in Fifth Element with that alien, I guess, with the opera. Oh, that opera thing. Yes, that was done really well. Because it, you know, it was kind of pop opera, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. When, when uh, well, pop opera we have had already. You mean popera? Yeah, I would, I would say opera. Rock, rock opera, but uh, yeah, yeah, rock opera we've got. But yeah, I, I, I know what you mean with the Fifth Element thing. That was done well, definitely. But by the way, uh, isn't you couldn't you say that the iPod is today's version of the jukebox? It is, yes. Yeah. And that's kind of why it works, you know, because the yeah. two things are nice and similar, you yeah. know, uh, five, five million years in, or billion years into the future, whenever that story's set, yes, the two terms can get mixed up. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Easily. So let us rate this episode. Oh, what about favorite, favorite characters? Oh, yeah. Yeah, favorite characters. <laughs> Yeah, so is our human of the week. Um, Bester? I would or go with Bester Lita. myself. Le- no, Bester oh, Lita. yeah, Lita. 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 I'll go with Lita. 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 Yeah, definitely Lita, Lita over Bester. Bester. How many have Lita gotten this season? Is that their third? <laughs> this will be our third. <laughs> oh, interesting, isn't it? It is. Because they, this is every time she's appeared, we're giving it to her. She's, yeah. She really because is a strong character. She is. I know. But in some ways, you know, Zach hasn't really got much love so far either. So, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm torn now. Yes, I would be as well. Zach has won this season. Sheridan has won. Marcus and Erickson. I think I vote Lita on this one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's just give it to Lita anyway. It's pretty. I'd be okay with Zach too. It's really enjoyable in this episode. Yeah, he was. he was. He was. It's it's hard because Zach kind of deserves one a bit more than Lita because he's already had two this season already, and it's still early days in the season. It is. Okay, so final vote. Mine is Lita. Yeah, you go with Lita. You go with Lita. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't matter. Well, you three go for Lita. Me and Elizabeth can go for Zach and. I'll throw that Lita. Vote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, who is Alien of the Week? Verini. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Or his keeper. Yeah. Verini oh, has two already this season. Wow. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I, wow. I but but the the, the uh, thing he has one. This would be a second. Or yeah, this okay. would be a second. Oh, nice. I think he deserves it. <laughs> Just for the pastels comment alone. Oh, yes. The pastels comment and the horror scene at at the end. Yes, I I really want to go back to Centauri Prime when he's done his redecorating. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll probably be be back to Centauri Prime, don't you think? Yeah, uh, when we go back, I I can't remember what it looks like, so I want to see, you know... Yes, 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 yes. He's redecorated. Uh, I want to 
I want to see the next time Londo walks in and goes, uh, you redecorated. I don't like it. <laughs> Just to get another Doctor Who quote in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I know. I, I remember. <laughs> now let's rate this episode. You want to start us out, Yan? Yes. I really like this episode. That's everything from comedy to uh, horror to action. I rate nine out of ten dead Omega Star Fury pilots. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. How about you, Heidi? Um, I liked this one pretty well. Uh, Bester is always good to get on my nerves. Yes. Um, and I enjoyed quite a I think I pretty much enjoyed every storyline um, it's nice that we were able to predict that we would uh, get have to deal with earth and uh, mm-hmm. and all of that so that was good um, I am going to give it I think an 8 out of 10 um Eight out of ten creepy alien on the neck reveals. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. How about you, Bear? Yeah, and let's hear uh, some of the things you weren't able to say. <laughs> uh, well, I am very excited about this episode because I've been wanting to get back to the size stuff for a long time. <laughs> so pretty exciting when they jumped to earth and we found i mean we didn't find out a lot but we found out some good stuff and clearly it's going to be more um in the coming episodes mm-hmm. slash season so i'm happy about that and i'm intrigued about what's going on with garibaldi um you know at this point it i guess it seems like he was triggered by something but it, i it's hard to tell if his actions are coming from that or if that's you know if it's, it's very- because of the way he feels you know it's, just... it's very tricky, yes. Mm-hmm. He's quite subtle as well. Yeah. So we don't really know, you know, what's driving him right now. Um, yeah, I liked, I liked this episode a lot. The only thing that brought it down a little bit for me was um, freaking Bester, because <laughs> I swear, I'm sorry, I know he's from Star Trek and he's quite loved but i am getting oh i'm over this actor i'm sorry he doesn't do it for me at all i don't know what he's doing with his eyes and i don't know but other than that i really like this episode so i'm gonna give it just it's down a little bit because of Vester, but i'll give it 8.25 um pizza dates (laughs) (laughs) how about you ian yeah well I enjoyed this. Really is awesome. Again, we've got more of Lita here. Lita's doing awesome this season. And I love the storyline. I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 Zach promotions. Yay, Zach. Yay, Zach. Yay, Zach. I really liked the episode. It was nice change of pace, getting away from the Shadow War. Yes. And I like seeing Besser again and seeing Lita kind of be awesome. And Zach too. So I'll give it eight and a half out of ten pissed off 
redhead telepath. <laughs> <laughs> she was, wasn't she? Yeah. So that's an 8.35 total. It's good. Yeah, going strong season four. Yep. Best season so far, so far. <laughs> so far, so far, yeah. Um, so let's take one last trip to Zahadoom. Let's <laughs> see if we can find feedback land. Right. I mean, it's the robot. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We've gone to the wrong planet. We need to take a detour. We need to go to Disney Planet if we want to visit Feedback Land. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Maybe. It's always moving around, so you never know. First, we have an email from Lori and Carl, which I'll take. Yay. Carl. <laughs> 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 Stay inside, Carl. <laughs> um, sorry. Poor Carl, I bet he gets that a lot. <laughs> I know. All the Carls of the world are like, really? <laughs> but I didn't start that until Matt was on our show and started it, so <laughs> don't blame. <laughs> don't blame. Um, say hello, ambassadors, commanders, and visitors. We ended up watching this episode right after the last as we were behind and Carl was really wondering what they would do next after the end of war from last week. Carl predicted that it would deal with Earth and perhaps what happened to it since the shadows were on Earth. I think Heidi and Beth were hoping that it would, so I think everyone was pleased at the opening scene on Earth. Carl said he was right and it is interesting that Earth does not know what happened with the war, but he would assume the president knows something happened because all the shadows suddenly up and left. The region appointment on Centauri by Londo got lots of cheers from Carl. Ambassadors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carl predicts that Garibaldi is a sleeper agent after he sees the video transmission. Carl thinks that Garibaldi's speech would be more moving if we knew it came from him, but Carl suspects it is coming from somewhere else. Bester arriving gets more cheers from, cheers from <laughs> Carl, but he believes Bester is out for himself. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> As always. When Bester tries to read minds in the meeting, Carl noted that he did not try to read Sheridan. Perhaps he thinks Kosh may still be there, ambassadors. Did, did he know that? that Kosh was there? I can't remember. I don't think so. I don't know whether Bester did. Or does Bester so. know or not know? It's hard to tell. <laughs> that was it was a very interesting way of showing like what it's like when he's reading people. I was going, man, if that's what it's like in the mind of a psi, it's just like crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's why you had Talia's telling that they had to learn blocking it. Oh, Otherwise God. it gives you a major <laughs> headache. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Every time Talia is mentioned on the show, I'm leaving. Yeah, I, I heard that. Uh, I heard that. Well, I know, I know. Will you love Talia? Talia? I'm just imagining now the, uh, you know, that whole classic sound of, you know, getting up from your table, slamming the door, driving away, getting the airplane, finding an airport, you know, um, NASA getting on a space shuttle and heading into space, you know. <laughs> heading towards the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm flipping a table. <laughs> Next time, no. <laughs> um, what does Bester have on Lita? We can't imagine it could be anything that bad. Any thoughts? I, I really don't know. 
Where did Lita go shopping? She has such a strange collection of boxes. <laughs> Carl is shipping Lita and Zach now. Anyone else? Yeah. 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 Zita. Lita, Zach, uh, <laughs> Zita. <laughs> I like Zita. <laughs> well, well, he's too close to Zima. <laughs> <laughs> or not close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Carl gritting Garibaldi was a great scene, but Carl... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> Jakar gritting Garibaldi was a great scene, but Carl thinks Jakar should not be telling Garibaldi the full story since he may be some sort of spy. Hmm. It's nice to get Garibaldi giving us some of Zach's backstory since he would be a bigger character now as the new chief. Yep. I love seeing Londo back on the station and so happy to be just shopping and doing normal things. The meeting of Londo and Jakar was very intense, though. Excellent acting all around. They are so very powerful on the stage together. Those two. What happened to the Centauri region at the end? It looks like Londo got off the planet just in time. Predictions? We'll be getting Quotes. to those soon, won't we? Predictions? <laughs> um, well, I think we did the one about the family bush. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Red, Lori, Redding, 8 out of 10 smiley faces in mirrors. Human, Lita, Alien, Jakar. Carl's Redding, 3-1 down. Carl said he enjoyed this one more than the last. Human Elvis Presley number one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. S- species humanity for all they build, they too must tear down. Dead his favorite dead and forgotten. Favorite ship Omega Squadron. The best wooing slash relationship. Half pepperoni pizzas and actual furniture. <laughs> oh, it makes me hungry. Uh, okay. I know. Uh, I uh, furniture topping pizza. Yeah, not had that one before. Actor Patricia Tallman as Lita Alexander. Not spectacular, but greatly approved and better chemistry. Dramatic moment, Lando. Hey, Jakar, look at this great deal I found for these cups. <laughs> <laughs> Best comedic moment, Lando shopping. Thank you, guys. Thanks, oh, guys. thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, next email is from Yarsto. I'll take that one. Greetings down below, casters. Here's my feedback for Epiphanies. It's another rather hurried feedback from me. Busy, busy, busy. But for what they're worth, here are my thoughts slash observations. So Clark is worried. Now, why could that be? We did, of course, hear him talk to Mr. Morden in the evidence Ivanova found for the Santiago assassination. Mm-hmm. Londo has arranged for the Centauri to have a regent and returns to B5 where he'll be safer. And examining Jakar's lost eye gives Franklin a legitimate reason to touch a patient's head for a change. <laughs> <laughs> Once those opening moments are done, Garibaldi resigns after receiving a mysterious transmission He also reveals that there's apparently a Disney planet by the mid-23rd century. Yes, and that's where this feedback's coming from. Yeah. (laughs) Woohoo, we're riding Dumbo. Garibaldi doesn't want to go, but then it isn't a Looney Tunes planet anyway. Aw, that's true. He wants Kathy Duck. Yeah. (laughs) His household god will be nowhere to be found. (laughs) Nope, only Donald. At least Garibaldi's resignation means he doesn't have to deal with Bester again. The rest of the command staff aren't as lucky. 
Yeah. <laughs> While Bester's plans achieve nothing, they do at least let us see that Lita is indeed far more powerful now, thanks to the Vorlons. And Bester betraying his own Black Omegas allows Babylon 5 to score a victory in the propaganda war against Clark. Quote, we have done the family bush. We have done the pastels. <laughs> um... I'm not sure we did this one, Bester. Have we learned by now to trust each other? Sheridan, no. No. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if we did this one either. Zach, I got half plain cheese, half pepperoni. At least they said it was pepperoni. Yeah. Um, yeah. Best moment of the episode. Three Elvis impersonators show up just as Zach mentions the second coming. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite human... Bester, possibly a controversial choice, but I personally really like Walter Koenig's acting in this one. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite alien, the regent, who goes from his usual comically bemused state to acute terror at the end of the episode. Episode rating, five out of six Black Omega Star Furies. Yarsto from the Netherlands. Thanks, Yarsto. Thanks, Yarsto. Thanks. Next, we have an email from Victor DeGrand. I can emphatically, emphatic email. Yeah, emphatically yeah. underlined. <laughs> yeah, underlined. That was yeah. my fault. <laughs> Victor didn't do it. <laughs> I'm just going to highlight it and get rid of the underlining, just so that it's a little easier. <laughs> now you're supposed to read everything with emphasis. Right. <laughs> this was another episode... So this was another packed episode, and even though most of it is just set dressing for the stage later on, there was plenty of action too. The dancing and celebration at the end of the Saturday War in 2261 looked awfully lot like VJ Day in 1945. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even with the war over, there is more conflict ahead as President Clark wants to shut down Babylon 5, and he dispatches our favourite Psycop to pay a visit. Now that everything... Sorry, now that things have calmed down on the homeworld, Lando wants to get out of Dodge post-haste. After fostering the job of regent on an unsuspecting minister, he leaves Centauri Prime for the relative safety of Babylon 5. Oh well, any port in a storm... On Babylon 5, Garibaldi is not in a happy place. The coding message appears to trigger him and prompts him to quit. Dukar's behaviour is even more bizarre, and he has no excuse for it. He welcomes Dukar, sorry, he welcomes Garibaldi, whose attempt oh, yeah. to yeah. rescue him got captured, tortured, and cost him an eye. Then he meets Londo, who saved his life and freed his world and he says he would never wants to see him again. Oh, well, those wacky nans. <laughs> you for a nan. He's nuts. <laughs> it's always nice to see Bester trading barbs and insult with the command staff. As a lying, convincing, cannot, sorry, as a lying, conniving cretin, he still manages to sound so earnest as he asks Sheridan, haven't we learnt by now? Not... Sorry, haven't we learnt by now to trust each other? The answer, of course, is a resounding no. But he conspires with Sheridan to help destroy the Bacchimedica squadron that was intended to frame Babylon 5 for terrorist activities, and then laments on having to send good six good pilots to their deaths. 
If you didn't know better, you would almost think Besta has a heart. No. But it's Lita who really comes into her own, and she's no ordinary B5 telepath anymore. Mm. When they arrive at Zahadun to see the Shadow Alloys evacuating, it's like rats fleeing a sinking ship, and they barely escape before the world explodes. And it doesn't take Sheridan long to figure things out. Lita had made an executive decision. She knew what had to be done, and that this was one of the so one of those times it was easier to ask for forgiveness later than to get her approval in the first place. Sheridan is royally ticked off at Lita for undermining his authority, but they both know she did it the only way she could, which is why he doesn't ship her back to the Psychor in a crate. Altogether, this episode gets a nine lovable psychors. Sorry, sorry, nine lovable psychops out of ten. Regards, Victor. Where was there a lovable psychop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have we seen one of those? <laughs> we definitely haven't seen nine of them. No. <laughs> Thanks, Victor. Yeah, thank yeah, you, Victor. Final email is from Melanie. Um, can somebody else take this one? I'm having a bit of a coughing fit. Sure, I'll take it. Molly says, hi down below. Remember that plot thread about the dictatorship back on Earth? It just got picked back up with Clark being less than pleased about his allies leaving the galaxy. We got a whole two minutes of celebration that the war was won. Then Clark wants Babylon 5 shut down. Both Londo and Bester return to the station before Zack leaves in case it's the second coming. <laughs> Wasn't he there when Sheridan came back? <laughs> I think he was. <laughs> I like the scenes where Jakar met Londo and Garibaldi as a free Narn. Human of the Week, Zach, Alien, Regent Verini. Rating 7.9. Bonus for Zahadun going boom, 0.5. <laughs> Final rating, 8.4 pizzas. Oh, I gotta have some pizza today. <laughs> Just make sure it's not pepperoni, otherwise you'll have to wonder where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quotes, not sure we did this. Bester, the chorus mother, the chorus father. In that case, Mr. Bester, I'm an orphan. Um, Bester, Miss Alexander has no business being here. She's a blip. By all rights, I should arrest her and take her back with me. Sheridan, oh, you could do that, and I could nail your head to the table, set fire to it, and feed your charred remains to the Pakmara. But it's an imperfect world. We never get exactly what we want, so get used to it. Yeah. And there's the family bush one. Yeah. Uh, do we do the Zach? I don't think we oh, did no. the thing. No, this is a long one, but it's worth it if you want to take it, Will. Yeah, Zach. Anything unusual gets flagged, Lando. And am I to fall into the category of unusual, Mr. <laughs> Allen? <laughs> Zach. Well, I don't think we'd be seeing you again anytime soon, Ambassador. Lando. Yes, I gathered that from the look of unvarnished joy on your face when you saw me. Perhaps you would like to sit before perhaps you would like to sit before you are overcome by ecstasy. <laughs> Zach, thanks, I'm fine. So what happened? They got tired of you back home? Lando, tired? Of course not. Don't be absurd. The Emperor himself said I would only be allowed to leave over his dead body. I said, Well how strange Mr. Allen said I would only be allowed back on Babylon five over his dead body. 
with my very busy schedule, I can only accommodate so many requests. I know it's a burden, but you will simply have to wait your turn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had it somewhere, but I couldn't. I couldn't do them all anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and Zach, the only reason that guy is still alive is that half the time I don't know what the hell he's talking about. The other half, I wish I didn't. Yeah, that, Let's, I Zach. love that quote. But that why it's important why it's important to check in on customs on a regular basis. You never know who's gonna walk in that bester. Just a guess, Mr. Allard. But I suggest the word you are looking for is door. Now please notify the captain that I'm here. I need to meet with him and the rest of the command staff ASAP. I assume my usual quarters in the brig are available. I've grown so attached to the place. <laughs> Zach. For you, Mr. Bester, always. And then of course it ends with well I hope have you ever had one of those days? I yeah. think I'm going to go now before the second coming comes in or something. <laughs> With my luck, the next one coming in would be a second coming or something like that. that. that that's it, yes. But yeah. it, it did one thing right <laughs> after another. It just done so well. That scene is just so brilliant. It is. It is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to get the hell out of here before anyone else walks through there. With my luck, yeah. it might be the second coming, and I'm still three commandments behind on penance. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. really it. And then, of course, he got the, um, the, the three Elvises to, just to cap it off. It, yeah. it, it, it feels like um, a uh, thing you could write out of a sketch show and still yeah. hold up. <laughs> And best regards, Melanie, the Krakovian beer fan. Thanks, Melanie. Thanks, Thanks, Melanie. Melanie. Thanks for the feedback, everybody. That's mail at downbelowpodcast.com. All right. So next are predictions. Oh, yes. The next episode is The Illusion of Truth. <laughs> what does it mean? Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's nothing. It means everything. Um, well, could have something to do with Garibaldi and his whatever the heck is going on with him. I have no idea what's going on with him. Um, other than he's getting hidden messages and some psi somewhere is messing with him. He's acting strange. Yes. Um... I guess if I had to guess, I would say that we might get a one-off episode, maybe. Because um, <clears throat> we seem to be kind of following the story quite a bit. We haven't had any one-off episodes in a long time. And since I can't predict anything for this title, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to suggest somebody comes to the station. <laughs> yeah. Someone from someone's house. Someone oh, comes boy. to the station. Well, that, Some, that is quite a broad statement. So whose ex haven't we seen yet? Yeah, yeah. The lens. Yes! <laughs> oh, or Zach. to stop the wedding. Or Zach's. Could be well, the same person. Really... Wouldn't that be an episode where someone comes on the station and they just happen to be Zach and the lens ex? Oh, boy. Um, that, yeah. That would be interesting. <laughs> what was it called again? The Illusion of Truth. Illusion of Truth. Um, Spoiler alert, there's going to be a reporter playing a reporter ooh. in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Changes my whole prediction. 
<laughs> um, could be okay. some could be something to do with Earth though. Still, because yeah, yeah, the illusion of I truth. Hope so. Maybe they're uh, making stuff up to try and maybe they're I don't know what they're going to try and the do. planet. Yeah. Because, you know, Earth has been in an illusion of truth the entire time because they don't tell them, the people, what's actually going on. They just tell them that everything's exactly. lovely and we Minister. have no crime. Exactly. No crime. Everybody's happy. It's one happy Yay, planet. no crime. <laughs> yeah, so maybe we can Everybody's get into that a little bit. like <laughs> in that party we saw. Um, I do have two random predictions, though, not related to the next episode. Uh-huh. So you know how um okay this is this is going on a limb but you know how there's no more Narn telepaths? Mhm. Mhm. Well, I think Mr. Mr. Jakar might be somehow getting to be the next Narn telepath through his eye or something maybe the implant hmm. or <clears throat> I don't know. That's just a random oh. prediction. I like it. Well, that'll be, he becomes an odd version of Daredevil. <laughs> Plus, yeah, he loses eye. the other eye. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. the size they have in Cryo are going to come into play in the future. Oh, they have to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because I was really hoping for a big side battle against the Shadows that we did not get. So, it'll have to be size against size. So... It- I guess these uh, things that left Zaha Doom because it was going to blow up, I'm assuming, and I'm not positive if this, like, if this is me jumping and leaping or if this was pretty clear, but um, they're the the creature that's uh, on Centauri Prime, and they're, like, the whole thing in the future that we saw where they were like we shouldn't have gone to Zaha Doom don't go to Zaha Doom um so so are you saying that she was talking about the second time well I don't think they actually really did anything when they I don't know one question is what was Delenn's what Delenn described as the terrible terrible price Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what is right. what is your assessment of that? <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it seems a little overkill to say the fact that he has twenty years left to live is a terrible, terrible price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's uh, repercussions for all the old ones leaving the universe. Yeah. Maybe these things aren't just on Centauri Prime in the future. Maybe they're everywhere. Maybe there are mm-hmm. more places. Hmm. Yeah, that could be. Mm-hmm. But that's why hadn't they taken over before? <laughs> um, As the old ones, something about them kept mm, them at bay. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, the terrible price. That's a good question. I would say, yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be something to do with them, probably. Yeah, I think so. Because Londa was like going to kill himself to to get yeah. rid of them. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and it would have to be worse than um, worse than these so-called gods, I guess, the Vorlons and the Shadows. Uh, it would have to be worse than being under their thumb. So, 
I don't know. I feel like I need to go back and watch that episode again where they jumped forward to try and uh, try and figure out exactly what's going on. But Because that was really far in the future and... It's about uh, 17 years. Yeah, and then yeah. things are showing up already. You know, uh-huh. it's like, that's a lot of time yeah. in them around. Oops, I dug. Oh, yes. Well, I got another question for you. What's Garibaldi going to do now? Now he's no longer head of security. Oh, he's going to creep around like a creeper. Yeah. He'll go on walkabout. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Like, only take a few days. Because that's what I did. That's right. Go, go for to it. the go. underground and, you know, creep around like that. Go and that find yourself fun. a woman. Yeah, there's plenty of singers down there that right. you can just randomly bump into. Oh, yeah. I've heard stems are pretty nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's got to find, he's got to find, like, I don't know. He's, he's definitely going to have some soul searching to do, but I think for a while he might be pretty peppy. I don't know. Like industrious, trying to get his little burgeoning career. Yeah. It's going to be like side story, one-off episodes of, Garibaldi and his search for people and things. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. hope that now that he's not military, he can keep that like stubble going. That's <laughs> way more attractive. Michael Garibaldi, PI. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's what happened. <laughs> and then the we get a, then we get a spin-off series. Oh, yes. If this doesn't happen, I'll be disappointed. This spin-off series, Garibaldi, P.I. We're that much closer to getting the buddy cop show of Garibaldi and Bester. <laughs> Garibaldi oh. and anybody else would be <laughs> yeah. Garibaldi see, and Lita. She's a psi. He's a... Yeah. A, a detective. Early in the series, didn't we want uh, Jakar and um, Marcus to have their own body cup comedy as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to Marcus? Garibaldi's isn't going to be a comedy, though. This is film noir. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Unless there's an accident uh, down on Epsilon 3 and all of a sudden... um, Duffy Duck comes to life and he's teamed up with him. <laughs> yeah, and then like, like Roger oh, Rabbit cartoon oh, crossover. A, like Roger yeah. Rabbit. <laughs> that was a good one, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Any more? Uh, no, I, a, I think we've hit the uh, yeah, commentary episode so. or um, probably not. No, not <laughs> no, maybe. If you want to do commentary for it, we, I'm not going to say no. I, I think I think he could. Will it have enough for us to commentate on? Um, probably. Mate, yes, probably. That was just Ish. so sure of yourself. Ish. Think of it this way. We can probably comment more on uh, bad episodes than we can on when good episodes True. are too much happening. Because then we have to pay attention. Well, it's... 
It'd be an interesting one to do commentary on. I don't know whether it'd work. It might work, it might not. It, it, it's in one of those weird areas. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what you mean. Okay. We'll see if we can set it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Nobody's going to cry and gnash their teeth. There's definitely upcoming okay. episodes <laughs> that'll make interesting commentaries anyway. Oh, yes. All righty. All righty. <laughs> uh, Yan, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Yan. Uh, yeah, once again. Oh, thanks for having me. It's it's always fun. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be seeing, hearing from you again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Got distracted by something. Um. That is all we have for this week, folks. We'll be back next time with the illusion of truth. But until then, goodbye. Bye. Stroke off. Bye. Be seeing you. Bye. (laughs) Look for us on the web in iTunes and on Stitcher Radio. Also, downbelowpodcast.com, facebook.com slash group slash downbelowpodcast, and twitter.com slash downbelowcast. Stand. First you wanna go to the left, then you wanna turn right. Wanna 